in our thoughts, words, and actions be holy and acceptable in your sight. As God our On this fourth Sunday, we spend some time with the So far, we pray about Jesus coming in glory, and we pray about John the Baptist, but this day, it's all about you. What comes to your mind when you think of the Maybe we conjure up one of the various titles that Christians over the centuries have given us. Queen of Heaven, Our Lady of Sorrows, Mother of God. But perhaps we think of a very human mother Mary. So when the wedding reception of Cana wasn't going so well, told her son to do something about it, make everything okay. The mother who wanted a baby to go away. Maybe we imagine Mary's the breathing mother, weeping, surrounded by other women, standing by helplessly as her son was crucified by the Roman Empire. Maybe like other people we do, we, we think of her as the woman who experienced things too wonderful that on the minute of Jesus' birth, when there was all kinds of commotion going around with angels singing, shepherds coming from the earth, and just following the sun and covering all the deep worlds and underpinning the world. Or maybe we find ourselves seeing Mary accused in our gospel reading this morning, a girl in her early teens, entering a terrifying figure in the home of Israel. I wonder what this moment was like. What was Mary doing in the family? Was she doing chores around the house? Had she gone to the market? Was she preparing a meal? Maybe at that moment she was resting. She didn't know that this day was going to be different or special. But it was. And in the dailiness of her life, the archangel Gabriel came down from heaven and proclaimed, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. The gospel tells us that Mary was perplexed by this greeting. And I don't wonder why. I like to picture her maybe looking over her shoulder to see if the angel was talking to anyone else. Surely this heavenly being wasn't. Speaking to her, and yet Gabriel was speaking to her. And he tells her about Jesus, about human miraculous pregnancy, about Jesus' incredible role within God's plan for humanity and peace and happiness. She explains how can this be? She doesn't understand how this is going to happen. It doesn't really make sense to her. But eventually she acquiesces to Gabriel's words and responds in faith. A lot of times when we hear about Mary, we hear about Mary's unique identity. Well, I think this understanding of her greatness is the fact that she actually was. 
beyond understanding, means beyond understanding. And Mary responds in faith because she trusts God. Faith here, I believe, has been for God's understanding. And still going forward, faith is always an understanding of God's understanding. It's always something that's not known. Because if there wasn't that element, it would just be knowledge. And then when this faith is enlivened and made concrete through the presence of the dear, relative Elizabeth, Mary's understanding grows beyond this world and voices the good news through song, then being able to proclaim the greatness of the world. I think this. It's kind of what life is like. God comes to us with an act. The Holy Spirit moves within us and we hear our Words that may be beyond voices, that may not make sense, beyond our own comprehension, can come to us from God. A call. In ministry in new and different ways. The one thing is grand is giving birth to God with human. But in some ways, like Mary, we are all called to be God heirs within this world. We are all called to participate in that ministry of Jesus to give God. For some of us, it may be a call to ordinary ministry. Or to serve as a Sunday school teacher educating our youth, or visiting with those who can't leave their homes, or reaching out to those who are hungry and desperate need. Or to figure out how to do any of these things in the midst of social distancing and a pandemic. Or maybe, it's the unbelievable idea of beginning a capital campaign to support the kingdom's work in the middle of this We're all called by God at different times to different things, and our response should be the faith that we have cultivated. If you're anything like me, it's important frequently we don't understand why. How are we going to accomplish this? We have many, many, we may have questions like, why do we need that? There's so many others out there who are better equipped than I am to do this. Why do we need it? Or, how is this exactly going to work? It doesn't make sense. Or, this is too difficult. What if I'm not up for the task? What if I'm failing? In the midst of this unknowable, and uncertainty of this country, we have to be able to hear and follow the servant of the Lord, how to be with him according to the Lord. However, we always have to remember that we can be and not to this alone. Faith is not a solitary act. It's not Something we do all by ourselves in seclusion, locked away in a room, 
as Mary needed Elizabeth for her voice to gain full strength, so we need each other for our faith to be complete. Folks, this is one of the things that's making this time so difficult for us now. Let's be able to come together in the ways that we find most disturbing. Responding in faith, and keep standing more to the So on this fourth Sunday of Advent, as we prepare for Christmas, when we turn our attention to Mary, let's commit to listening to God's words, hearing what the Spirit is saying to each of us, what God is calling us to do. And responding in that faith that we already have, seeking out each other for strength and hope and joy in whatever way we can, and being proud of our lives, and being proud of our lives.